What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. In 2002, Tobey Maguire donned the cowl and responsibility of Spider-Man. Ten years later, Andrew Garfield would take up that role and responsibility, and then just four short years later, we would see that role inhibited by Tom Holland, and then the year after that, we would get Spider-Man Homecoming, and that just so happens to be the movie that is on the Marvel Movie Marathon and the topic of discussion this week, because seven years after Spider-Man Homecoming, Three other gentlemen would be here to talk about Ooh. it. Me, Ben Raisin, years. and first and foremost, the gentleman who helped make the show podcast. First and foremost, Mr. Ethan Wetzloff. Ethan, how you doing? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Uh, I love that you highlight, you know, eight years after this movie came out, or seven years after this movie came out. But this, this movie starts with an eight-year unsolved time jump <laughs> to this day. Ooh. No one knows what's going on there, Sony. Come on, be better. I was be hoping better. to get my timeline right with the events of everything. I think I did a pretty good job because Sony really... We're going to talk about it because to an average fan, eight years, they look at that and then kind of forget about it. But the nerd community kind of flipped out after Spider-Man Homecoming came out because there's a big time difference and we're going to get into that. Uh, someone else who's also going to get into that and many other things is, of course, Mr. Micah Hett. Micah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And I'm here to talk to you about one of the most valuable traits a student or soldier <laughs> could have. Patience. Patience. Sometimes <laughs> patience is the key to victory. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it leads to very little. And in this case, it leads to an excellent podcast. Thank oh, you for waiting one week, guys. And an excellent post-credit scene. <laughs> Dang. Yes, we, we have dropped the ball and we've missed a week for the for the podcast. We greatly apologize for that. We, we, we had an epic weekend up north at Silver Birch Ranch at a men's retreat, a church Bible Ooh. retreat. It was very, it was a very, very good epic. time. Our own Micah Hett was on stage doing worship. There's a, a couple videos out there surfing around the internet webs if you if you dig oh, hard enough oh, whoa um, but yeah don't like dig that. too hard though okay <laughs> no, it was an epic weekend but basically that's why there wasn't an episode last week but we are back in full force this week giving you our review and ranking of spider-man homecoming and we are greatly excited to do just that but before we get into that i want to I, I just want to thank each and every one of you did for getting us past 500 subscribers we are now at 504 i believe is what it is as of the recording of this podcast is 504 and i just like to say i think i speak for all of us here thank you 506 506 guys keep subbing let's go and i checked last night all right so that's two more that's pretty good stuff all right Right by next monday Ben, something else that we've been forgetting to do at the beginning of the podcast is we have an end game in sight. Oh, man. Okay. That is okay. I appreciate you bringing this up because, yes, we do have an end game in sight. And the last couple weeks, we have always talked about that uh, at the end of the podcast. When and we remember. <laughs> listen, when we remember about it, because at the end of the podcast, we have an end game coming up. And we don't just mean Avengers end game, which we are all greatly anticipating to the review and ranking of. 
but we are also going to be taking a break from the Marvel movie marathon, mm. and we are going to be broadening our wings, mm. as they say, spreading our wings spreading our into wings. different franchises. Like the and Vulture. With that, if you're nothing without the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> you shouldn't be a podcast. You shouldn't be a podcast. Well, I, I, we're going to branch off from that after Endgame. Actually, I think it's after Dark Phoenix, I should be, say. It would be too poetic to end yeah. after Endgame because that's not what this marathon's been about. This marathon's been about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, so yeah, yeah, we're, we, we're going to end with Dark Phoenix. Yes. And basically kind of our reasoning is behind that. You, you don't go too far to where it almost kind of catches up with our own podcast. I believe our first Marvel movie that we reviewed on here, never really released, but Shang-Chi. And then we got Eternal. So that's not too far after uh, Dark Phoenix and Endgame. So this has kind of all been building to Secret Wars. You know, and everything that kind of culminates with that process, but with the delays, but not dismays, of the all of Hollywood with the writer strike and COVID and everything like that, we kind of are not going to make it there because we're really plugging along here. We're almost done with phase three. So we're going to take a break with Endgame and Dark Phoenix, and we're going to spread our wings. So what we'd like you guys to do is leave a comment down below mm -hmm. on YouTube. If you're watching, if you're watching on Spotify, Apple Podcast, switch over just a second. Leave a comment what franchise you would like us to review and rank every week once we reach uh, the climax of all of these events. Because uh, we've gotten a few requests in the past. I know Star Wars is pretty popular mm -hmm. right now, but we're looking to carry out the end of 2023 with the Marvel Universe Marathon, ending with Dark Phoenix, and then in 2024, give or take a few weeks starting with a new franchise. So leave a comment down below. Let us know what you would like us to rank and review. Thank you for reminding me, Ethan. Of course. Yeah. With that, I say we get into the ranking. For Spider-Man Homecoming, gentlemen, let's open our sling rings and head over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you'd actually cared, you'd actually be here. Hi, I'm Captain America. Whether you're a student or a soldier, there's one thing that will always give you an edge. A hot lunch. You don't have to be injected with a secret government super soldier serum to have strong bones and muscles. A well-balanced diet is one of the best ways to help keep your body healthy. The food pyramid will help you find the balance. Teenage Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, eagerly awaits his next mission from mentor Tony Stark. When a new villain, the Vulture, emerges, Peter must balance his high school life with his superhero duties to stop him, with or without Stark's approval. Peter's investigation leads him to discover that the Vulture is his girlfriend's father, and Ooh. he must ultimately choose between his personal life and saving the city. It's classic Spider-Man. Despite making mistakes along the way, Peter proves himself to be a true hero, saving the day and earning earning Stark's respect. And Thank you, Bard. Yeah, a little uh, bit more. Thank you, Bard. Girlfriend is a bit of a stretch. Girlfriend <laughs> is a bit of a stretch, but I really like the emphasis that Bard puts on teenage Peter Parker. We, we have to reference Bard because the writer's strike is over, and you have to give credit to AI when, when AI is in use, okay? Also, if you've seen the creator... AI message in there. Haven't seen it yet. Really looking forward to watching that movie. If you've seen it, leave a comment down below. But yes, thank you, Bart. Uh, <laughs> if you've done anything, leave a comment down below. Go do that. <laughs> Any thought you ever have, ever? Listen, down below. Down below, please. Uh, 
Teenage Peter Parker, though. Oh, yeah. Teenage Peter mm-hmm. Parker, gentlemen. How is it to Not have... Not 28-year-old right. Peter Parker. Even though I think Tom Holland was 19 when he filmed this movie, you really feel like teenage Peter oh, Parker. Oh, yeah. And he was like 17 dude, in Civil War, right? We're, I think he was 18. 18? I think he was 18. Well, 17 but, in film. But he sells it. He sells oh, yeah. it. And 15, we're going to get into 15 that. 15 in film. Yeah. 15 in film. We're going to get into that and many other things. But what I want to know is, gentlemen, what's your personal relationship with this movie? I know, Ethan, you're on the Marvel train at this point. Micah, not so much. It's always a wild card to see what movies you saw in theaters. I know you saw this one in theaters, though. What did you think of Spider-Man when it came out? Oh, you know me. I can't miss a Spider-Man movie in theaters. Come on now. Spider-Man. All right. So the last movie I saw in uh, theaters before this one was Civil War. I saw that one for Spider-Man. So, doggy, we got another <laughs> Spider-Man movie coming oh. out. I, I I, think I saw this one opening night. Maybe it was like the, oh, the yeah. same weekend. I oh, remember yeah. I was like, Mom, Dad, can we, we got to go see this. I don't think I had my driver's license yet. I think I was still, um, yeah, I was fresh into, into high school looking for... Uh, an impressionable movie that mm. would just change talk, my talk character forever. <laughs> and okay. I saw this movie. And wow. Ooh. What a movie. Okay. It's literally me. It was the first <laughs> movie that I, I really related to. Man, this is a high school student that has superpowers. It was finally Spider-Man I could really relate to because I wasn't a college student or I wasn't... Uh, an upperclassman. This was actually like underclassman Spider-Man. I wasn't like a loser or anything in high school, but but you did I, have secret neither was superpowers. He, he wasn't he like with. a loser. He was just like a cool dude. But everyone deals with people yeah. they don't like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I saw this movie, and I was like, "All right, this dude's <laughs> jacked. Where am I at right now?" No way, dude. When he when he. <laughs> Uh, he like hits his suit or whatever, and it comes yeah, and off, it, and, and it like, falls off, like, just and, like and Ned's just like salivating with his Death Star, oh, and he drops it. Me oh. and Ned, dude, like I could have bet, I could have been Tom Ned Howard and at that age. <laughs> you mean you mean to tell me that there are ripped? All right, so Micah, I went home from the theater, Micah, and I did twenty sit ups. <laughs> you could have been Ned. You I, were Ned. It, what? <laughs> I was Ned. I was more of a Ned. I think we all, like, listen, man. I just, the amount of relatability that the movie, it hit us all at the right time. I oh, think yeah. that's what you're getting at. And you know we what? We were all around that age. I did 20 sit-ups after watching this the first time. And I did 20 sit-ups watching it this week, man. Oh, this is a good movie. Bringing it back. Man, I love this movie. Okay. Mike is positive. Is I'm it Spider-Man the greatest Oka. Spider-Man movie ever, though? Micah. That is what it says on the box. Ben, grab that. Grab, grab, grab that. one of who, our Spider-Man who, Homecoming who glories. Who said that quote? Who it said says that quote, on right? the bottom, best Spider-Man ever. Five stars. Bill Zwecker. Oh, that's a different one. That's Fox TV, five stars. Bill Zwecker? Of Chicago Sun-Times. Oh. Carefully balance that on top of our Homecoming stack. <laughs> it's like Jenga. So I guess that's what we'll be discussing today. Where does this rank mm. in our Spider-Man ranking? Because we have a Spider-Man ranking. We have a trilogy ranking of Spider-Man movies, and we also have the mar- our, our rankings. Because so I definitely gonna know where fall? I'm going to put this. All right. I, I also know. But I, first, I want to go to Ethan now. Yeah. Mike, you're really hot on this. Ethan, where, what's yeah, your relationship with no, all the Spider-Mans? I, uh, right, right when this movie came oh, out, wow. of course, went to see it. It was an MCU film. Check. Spider-Man. Check. Had Tony Stark. 
check, check, check. That's a movie you got to go see. I went and saw it. And I mean, this was at the time where whatever Marvel fed me, I loved it no matter how good or bad it was. It's like, yeah, I love that movie. And this was this was the first Spider-Man movie. I, oh, that's a lie. I saw TASM 2 in theaters. This was the second Spider-Man movie I saw in theaters. But definitely Dude. my most enjoyable theater experience up till this point in the marathon with a Spider-Man Ooh. movie. I mean, that's only two. I mean, that's, that's not a lot. But yeah, I really enjoy this movie. I am definitely... Not as hot on it as Micah is, Ooh. but I do really love what John Watts did. And it was funny. I was watching the the behind the scenes features and he was saying how before he got offered to do the Spider-Man movie, the next film he wanted to make was a high school dramedy. And you oh, really see that seep in because I think the absolute best elements of this movie are the high school stuff, are Peter Parker in high school, Peter Parker going to homecoming, Peter Parker meeting the parents, you know, it, the, all his interactions he has. I'm like, that was me. I, I feel like that awkward homecomingness. Yep. Uh, it's so it's so good. And that giddiness you get in high school. Yeah, they they John Watts is able to capture that feeling perfectly. Now, where I think I don't like this movie as much is a few of the Spider-Man elements of it, Ooh. but we'll dive into that later. I overall really like this movie. Yeah. yeah I, I, agree. I, agree I would say that there, this is definitely a movie that when you talk to Spider-Man first fans, you get a lot of, a lot more pushback than mm -hmm. usual. But when you're talking Spider-Man in the MCU, there's a lot to love. There's a, a, a significant amount to love. There's a lot of lore building in Spider-Man Homecoming with the regular events of the MCU. Like mm -hmm. from the very start, you have Vulture played excellently by the one and only Batman from 1990. Michael Keaton. They brought him back. Are you kidding me? That's epic. And I think he's one of the best parts of this movie, without mm -hmm. a doubt. Yeah. One of the best Spider-Man villains, I would say, personally. Mm -hmm. But I would say I'm along the same lines as you, Ethan, where I would say I'm, I really like this movie, probably not as much as Micah. Oh, just wait. I, I just, there are certain <laughs> issues. Micah's going to slip. There are certain issues, I think, that this movie has that I'm like, hmm. But overall, on a really solid outing, and I think at, at the time especially, I was just, I was eating every bit of it up because like Micah said and Ethan said, the relatability that I got from, I, I talked about it in Civil War. Spider-Man was, I watched Civil War and he said he had an algebra test. I had an algebra test that day. <laughs> so growing in high school with Peter Parker was something that is so unique to those of us that grew up with it and then having him in an infinity war and Endgame, being a part of this huge event and he was the vehicle to which i experienced the mcu mm. up to the like especially in phase three yeah. okay and i think this movie is a lot it has a lot of really good elements so mm. i'm excited to dive into that but the first thing i want to dive into is tom holland's mm. take on the character we have seen two yes. takes of spider-man on this one five films and now it's tom holland's turn how does he live up to what we have seen before on this ranking it's definitely a different take but it's also a different age peter mm -hmm. parker this mm -hmm. is a much younger a much well i guess it's not even fresher because toby Maguire's spider-man was the origin story this is more of a a year one 
yeah. Spider-Man. And he's kind of developed in his powers. I mean, he's 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 able to do some advanced things, but not mastered. He's he's got room to grow. And they always say, you know, the suit eventually fits. Mm-hmm. And here he is. We are nice. we are seeing that he needs to fit into the suit. But which which suit is it? Which suit is which it? Suit is it? Spider-Man Lotus suit, perhaps. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, I'm, I I really like this version of of uh, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He's he's very giddy. He's very likable. Is he exactly what I want Peter Parker to be? Not really. He's a different. Ooh. He's a different kind of kind of feel to him, mm. and I don't know. There's this is like things that I don't like about him. There's things that I do like about. Him. He seems kind of like generic. Mm. He seems like comic booky boy, mm. but that's kind of what Peter Parker is. I don't know. I'm still kind of on the fence of how I feel about okay. him. Where Ethan? Where are you at with Tom Holland? I uh, I really like Tom Holland as Peter and. I like him as Spider-Man, not not as much as I like him as Peter, but I think just when you think of Peter Parker, this is this is what I think of. And mm. yeah, Tobey Maguire is iconic, but he's he's not like the definitive Peter Parker, even though yeah. he was the first to play it. But he he's got he I think Toby's just a tad bit too awkward. And I mean I love love that in those movies because it makes it so fun to watch. He's a tad bit too old. And he just, I think uh, Tom Holland's writing is just, he's right where he wanted to be, where he's hes not too cool like it felt Andrew Garfield mm. got, and he's not too incredibly awkward where Toby got it. He's right, he toes a line, and you're like, I, I could see being friends with this guy, but I could also see like why people maybe wouldn't be friends with this guy, in, in a way, you know, because he's got the stupid shirts, the find X here, you know. It, yeah. he, but mm. I think they do a good job. Like, he's in class, he's making web fluid, which uh, <laughs> is the first time we get that, correct? Because yeah. well, Andrew, Andrew steals yeah, the web it. fluid from Oscorp. Oscorp, and Toby has webs in his veins, so it's the first time we get to see on screen someone making web fluid. I really like that. And I... I like his. I really do like his uh, hoodie, hoodie suit. I think that's really that's cool. a really cool. I suit. like that suit a lot. Yeah, that's what uh, Mark Webb tried doing. He said he wanted to make the Andrew Garfield ones different, and they, I don't know, they they were different, but not in the ways we really wanted them to be. This movie is different, and in some ways that I don't want it to be, but in some ways I really did want it to be. So they they found that balance, not that perfect balance. I think the the Spider Manisms of this are a lot less evident you don't really get that new york feel it feels more like subdivision like suburbs mm. that's where this spider-man is around you don't get the big buildings the big swinging I don't know, from, from a peter parker standpoint i really like what this movie does yeah yeah, yeah. i gotta say um uh, I, I feel like it's to compare it to a past movie that we've seen it's kind of like the all of the other first movies in a trilogy that we've seen, like with Guardians, they played a lot of the characters a lot safer than what they do in Guardians 2. Uh, with Captain America, they play him very by the book, right? They play him very, we don't want to mess this up because we have so much we want to do with this character. There's too much money on the line. We're going to do a safe, really good, solid, just 
all around, everyone's going to like this movie. They're Not gonna a lot come of risks. Of, yeah, yeah, they're going to go out of this movie. They're going to say, okay, yeah, this was a good movie. What's next? Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And that's what you, it feels like you have to do that. You have to be safe, especially yeah. when this is your. Whether, the third go around. <laughs> and especially whether people like it or not. This is the MCU Spider-Man. This is the Spider-Man yeah. that will be along Captain America one day and Thor and uh, Iron Man. This is the guy. So you want to make it as likable as possible. But I, what do, you, what do you guys think about the move to completely remove the whole Ben Parker storyline? Because that's a huge part of the character with great power comes great responsibility. But we also have hindsight of 2020, you know, of 2021 or whenever Spider-Man No Way Home came out. He does get that with great power moment. It's just different than we thought it'd be and later than we thought it'd be. But it does can build on, oh, yeah, this is a different multiverse. The origins can be different. With the Spider-Verse in mind, I think it's uh, really cool to see that you know, in retrospect, all of the differences that we've seen in the movies have all just been branches in the timeline. They've all been yeah. leading up and eventually they would happen as confirmed by across the Spider-Verse. There was a death. There will be a, another canon event. There will be another, what are they called in the, in the across Nexus. Nexus event, whatever they're called. Yeah. There's going to be that character building moment and we're going to see it eventually. That's what that's what it is. Whether it's in the the freshman year show, whether it's in uh Spider-Man 4. And yeah, I think or no, what, I the the quote you opened up with uh patience, you know. Patience is really the key. We've kind of talked about it. patience is the key to the whole MCU, and I think it's also the key with Spider-Man because mm-hmm. I think the next Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 4 with Tom Holland will be that Spider-Man that a lot of people wanted to be this one. With a lot of baggage, a lot of stuff that's happened, a lot of responsibility needing to be taken, even more so now, and he's on his own yeah. with no help, which has been the biggest complaint with Tom Holland's Spider-Man version. He has just Iron Boy Jr. Every problem he has is not solved by his own responsibility by his own power by his own perseverance it's all just oh iron man comes in and helps him and saves the day which i think is a ludicrous Mm -hmm. take but it's definitely out there it's definitely out there and i think i like that you bring up spider-verse because at the time having no uncle ben was kind of important to me i was like oh where's uncle ben it's a spider-man and having it be mcu spider-man i was like oh man this has to be the best most definitive version it has to get everything right Mm -hmm. And then Spider-Verse comes out and it makes every Spider-Man story you're watching just as important as the next one. Mm -hmm. It's just this one is a different take. This is a different take on Spider-Man. And with that in mind, Tom's story, I, I throw out a lot of the criticisms with Tom's story. If you want your traditional Ben Parker story, the traditional way, go watch the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. If you want a more edgy, more darker version of Spider-Man, you go watch Andrew Garfield. And if you want the MCU Spider-Man, the one that's going to interact with all of your favorite characters, here is Tom This is uh, something I noted watching this one. This is our first Spider-Man movie in their marathon that just is fun. Like, we haven't had a fun one yet. Like, there are fun elements to the Tobey Maguire ones, but at the end of the day, that's Peter's struggle with... Mm. uh, being poor or finding love, yeah. you know, he, 
end of the day, he's very depressed. And same with Andrew Garfield. He's very sad. He, he loses Gwen at the end of that one. But this one, like I, I don't know, I just said, this one is fun. And it just is. It's got that fun vibe. Him and Ned interacting, it's just, it's just fun. And the friendly neighborhood stuff, too. I love how, uh, it, just as it's a different take with Spider-Man, it's a different take with New York. New York mm. was definitely a character in the previous movies, and here it is no different. This is, as you said, a suburb. Uh, it's more of a suburb Spider-Man, a friendly neighborhood. It focuses on the neighborhood mm -hmm. part. Mm. We get to see Good the point. community. We get to see the... Uh, he messes up sometimes, and it's really funny still. And Stanley shows up, and <laughs> is this your bike? I don't. Whose bike is this? Whose bike is this? Don't yeah, make yeah. Me come Did down someone there, steal this bike? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, I I love that stuff. We, we haven't seen that before, and just knowing that you don't have to be a hundred percent on board with this Spider-Man because there is a multiverse now, just amplifies it, every character. It makes it, it all fine. It makes yeah. That's my view on the Andrew Garfield movies. I I For sure. can watch those a lot better in hindsight when it's yeah. This is just one of literally infinite Spider-Man stories we have and are gonna get. And so, what do you say to someone who comes up and is like, I, they make another Spider-Man, and it's like, yeah, well, this is just another Spider-Man movie. What's the point in getting invested now? Spider-Verse is out. Those movies are those movies are good, but. What's the point in getting invested in another Spider-Man story? What's no. the point in getting invested in every or any kind of story? Right? You want to experience it. Yeah. You want to experience the story. You want to see what they do. You want to go through the journey, right? That's, that's the point of any movie, any story. Why? About the journey. And I like how you emphasize patience. Both of you. Like, that's exactly what needed. I love. I have been vocal on this channel. I am a in love with Tom Holland's Spider-Man's journey throughout those first three films. I am a big fan of all three of them. In fact, as of right now, things could very well change. This is my least favorite in Tom Holland's trilogy. I love the way that they take him, and even more so now, because now he can be whatever. Mm -hmm. But seeing where he starts, his roots, mm -hmm. this is a small film. It is so small scale. Yeah, Tony's in it, who's big scale, but they have a way of dumbing it down to here is this kid and here is this guy who is just trying to make ends meet for his family. At the end of the day, that's what Vulture is. He's not there to be this big, huge, bad guy like Mysterio is. Mm -hmm. He's got some of the greatest the motives out of any uh, villain we've seen. He's doing I it mean, for his family. Yeah, and family. he's been doing it for years. I mean, it's just his job. Uh, and yeah, it turns into... Uh, him peddling guns to like, like these super weapons to common criminals. But I mean, it started from a place of good heart, good intentions, right? Yeah. And I think no better way than to integrate this version of Spider-Man into the MCU than by opening with the aftermath yeah, of with the, the Avengers. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Su such a good move. Like uh, not only is that a really cool lore centric, thing in the mcu but it, it was like they get that street levelness down in this and it's something that because the mcu tries to go so huge so grand all the time where this is really cool it's just yeah of aliens invaded new york of course there's going to be loose chitari weapons roaming around yeah. and that's gonna it's not going to be avengers level threat as tony says but you're they're they're going to need to be stopped. Somebody's got to look out for the little guy. Got to look out for the little guy. They actually yeah. say that in this. Mm -hmm. They did. And that was cool. Uh, you didn't get your Ant-Man book, but I, 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 I no. kind of want to read it. 
So what do you guys think of Tony's inclusion in this? So I significant. I wrote it down. He he's in seven minutes and forty five seconds of the movie. You timed. You were like, I didn't didn't time it. I found that online. That could be inaccurate, but like that. That's not too much of this movie. Even ten minutes is not that much. And his impact on Spider Man's character is very intentional. Very. I mean, it's it's awesome. I love how he's in there for just enough time to not take the spotlight off of him. You forget that he was like he he doesn't he's not super like I'm the lead character. I'm gonna steal the show, Tony. He's all right, Peter. Uh, go back to being your friendly neighborhood guy, and we got it. See ya. It never feels like it's Tony's story. Yeah, never. Right. He's there to teach a lesson, but that has also been leveled as a criticism that's how spider-man learns his lesson great scene way but a lot of people see that as an issue with the film yeah tony stark's teaching spider-man lessons now spider-man is supposed to learn it by himself what do you say to that he is learning it by himself uh tony takes the suit away and then he learns i mean that i think that's that's the the i think that this spider-man learns more about himself in a shorter amount of time than than the other ones did. But if not for Tony Stark, would he have learned the lesson? Oh, she doesn't know. Nobody knows. Well, I mean, Mr. Stark knows because he made my suit, but that's it. Was Tony Stark made you that? Are you an Avenger? Yeah, basically. You can't tell anybody about this. You gotta keep it a secret. A secret? Why? Because you know what she's like. If she finds out, people try and kill me every single night. She's not gonna let me do this anymore. Come on, man, please. Okay, 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 okay. I'll level with you. I don't think I can keep this a secret. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, Peter. May cannot know. I cannot do that to her right now. Uh, yeah, and I love the incorporation of Ned because we've seen stories of Peter Parker being alone so many times before, but this time right away, they get Ned involved and even, even Aunt May finds out by the end of this movie. Like, it's it's so quick. Like, they have Tony in there as a mentor. They have Ned in there as the friend. You just feel like right away... Skipping all the sappy stuff of Spider-Man, we're just gonna go right into fun. And and I wrote right right uh, I wrote on my notes. I'm like, using Spider-Man as like street cred is such like a high school move. Of <laughs> course, Peter knows Spider-Man. Like, come on. Maybe I can be cool too. Yeah. If Spider-Man can be cool, Peter, this is so not cool. I don't think the hat's working, <laughs> dude, dude. That hat stuff is so good. I love that. Uh, okay, that was me. In middle school, I wore the hat. You had a fedora. I do- have. Dude, he did have, have fedoras because of indie or or just because cool. Because both. They're so cool. I don't know what sparked my love for fedoras at that point in life, but I just thought they were so cool. I don't know. None of them fit me because I have a big head, and we just bought them from wherever. But. <laughs> Well, we anyway, speaking Jones. of what did fit, I loved how uh, I loved Karen. This is the first Karen that we uh, kind of adore. Mm. This is a, a good AI uh, kind of um, AI entity robot suit thing. Karen is the voice in the suit. Yes, I yeah. love the powers in the suit. I love how <laughs> Peter has no idea what's going on when he took off the training wheel protocol. I love how uh, there's these little snippets of of like, oh, this is the baby monitor protocol, and it's the training wheels protocol, and oh, of course it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
just the little jabs from from activate instant kill yeah you know, we, we get that back later so nice that's right and you i seem like you don't know the 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 powers in this suit do you want to go through a fresher course uh and, i know the things yeah it's just those things that and, like a high schooler would totally do a few of those the things like when they're uh trying to break into the suit you see like when it's flipped inside out oh that that's how he rocks it when he fights sam like, oh and that's a cool suit they that, should do that that's cool yeah and uh you get tony talking about mit and then we know later no way home is all because peter can't get into mit mm, and i spoilers spoilers yeah but I, I like what this does for both peter's character and tony's character because Tony says in that scene, you know, if you can't have a suit, you shouldn't have it. He says, if you were to die, I'd feel like that's on me. Mm-hmm. And we see later, he does die, and Tony does feel like that's on him. And it eventually leads to, spoiler alert, the death of Tony Stark. So this, you had said that Tony wasn't that big of a influence. So this, ultimately, this little interaction, this little bit in this movie, is where they take his arc and why mm-hmm. he chooses to step back into the fight in Endgame. He has his, if I remember right, he has his photo. Mm-hmm. He has a photo of Spider-Man in the kitchen, I think. Yeah, in the Peter cabin. Parker, yeah. I should say. Yep. Yeah. Because they are. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're friends from work, and it's, uh, it's more than that. Even, even more than that, for yeah. sure. Like, you see, like, he is trying to be the father figure. <laughs> he even says it, like, don't cut me off when I'm uh, complimenting you. Mm-hmm. My dad was never really there for me, you know, and I'm trying to break the cycle of shame, you know, like, <laughs> like. Hugged. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not giving you a hug. I'm reach for the door. We're, we're not there yet. <laughs> but he is trying to be the father figure that Peter's never had. You know, I really like. I would really like to know what happened to this Peter Parker's parents. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like a a, 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 a subplot sp- with uh... Disney Plus spy series. <laughs> spy Kids Armageddon. Where the blood was infused, and it could only bite this Peter Parker. <laughs> Agents of Shield. That would be a good show. Oh. Pop quiz, quick pop quiz here. Yes. The uh, suit, the the voice in the suit. Uh huh. This is a this is a Marvel movie marathon alum. Oh actually. yes. Oh, I'm gonna no quiz way. you guys here on this one. I had to I had to look it up I'll myself. What, so I once feel bad. I once knew who was behind the voice, but right now she, it's Jennifer Garner. Oh no, but oh. it is a Jennifer actually. Oh Jennifer Lawrence. No no no, no. Jennifer. I don't know any other Jennifers. She Jennifer. has appeared. You will see her on the most recent short no that way. was posted. No, Jen- no um, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly no is way. the voice That's of Angley's Hulk. Angley's Hulk. Yeah. Let's go. Go check out that see, new short. Just like how this Spider-Man isn't about the destination. Our, our, our watch through is not about the destination. It's about the journey and the memories that we make oh, along the way. Listen, you know how many movies I would never have watched if it wasn't for this? I'm so grateful to I would this Marvel. Never movie have watched Big Hero Six. <laughs> I think I did see that one before though. I've seen it only five times. <laughs> do we have the guy up there? Oh, dude. We get, always have him up there. Get him down here. Let me oh get my fresh. Gosh. All right, too excited. Oh my gosh. Holy cow. Guys, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. getting pretty we... happy about this. Ooh. Because I think Happy is a standout character in this movie. I love how just how much character they give him in this and how annoyed yes. he is at and, and how his whole side, his whole B plot is moving out of yep. Avengers Tower. What a cool way to implement a very important part of the Avengers timeline yeah. in just a little bit of time. One that we still don't have resolved to this day. Talk about patience. Who, who bought Avengers Tower? 
I did. Oh, Micah did. <laughs> Micah Wilson Fisk. Who would you love to see have bought Avengers Tower? Lex someone, Luthor. Someone had to be rich enough <laughs> to do it. Oh man. Wayne. It's Wayne Tower. Only if it's Jesse <laughs> only if it's Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Hello. I bought Avengers Tower. I'm reading. Jesse Tower. I'm gonna oh, show Jesse Eisenberg head. playing which MCU villain? Lex Luthor. <laughs> Doctor Doom. Heck yeah. Modoc too. Modoc too. I would like that. Jesse Eisenberg as Modoc would be insane. With, with the long hair as Modoc. That would be great. Whoa. Is there an image of that on the internet? I, we gotta well, find it. Modoc too. Jesse Jesse Eisenberg as Modoc. I don't know, Ben, you're dreaming. But yeah, Happy, I love how uh, he's always. Him and Tony are kind of really into. When was the last? Wait, wait, when was the last time we saw Tony? Was it Civil War? Yeah. So but this is directly after Civil Happy, War. Was Happy in Civil War? I don't think he was. I don't remember. No, he's only in this. But I love when he goes in there, and he's like, oh, "This is insane! Oh my gosh, Captain America through his shield!" And you're. So there's a uh, here. in the special features. There's an eight minute cut of that opening, with Peter on his webcam. Because that was released early. That was a, a teaser mm. for the movie. Yeah, you download the app or something, or you sign up for the, the text messaging. They've been doing this for every single Sony Spider-Man movie since Homecoming, where they give you like a bunch of preview content before if you sign up for all their promo things. Text and, this number. Yeah. Sign up yeah. for the email chain. Yeah, yeah. And then they send you I, I remember you actually had to download the video. I had an iPhone 5C at the time, and I had to download the little clips. It was so low quality. It was like, (laughs) there's better, like, the lowest quality on YouTube is better than this, Mm. and I'm downloading it, and it took like an hour to download (laughs) this 10-second clip on on whatever website they were doing. That'll take you back to the, well, not us, but... Many fans. I watched a whole video on it. Lord of the, when uh, Lord of the Rings was released, they had a trailer, and you had to go to the OneRing.net to see the first trailer. And wow. it was besides the Phantom Menace, the most viewed trailer at the time, because Phantom Menace also had a similar rollout like that. Mm. You had to download the copy, and you didn't really get to see had much except for recordings of it. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's why the theaters. No, but yeah, Happy's good in this movie, and yeah. I like the little relationship they build up with with the two and you get to see it you know in later films as happy kind of mm. takes the uncle ben role per se but uh yeah tony's like there's happy's forehead of security you know always love the forehead joke <laughs> so good the i whole, don't like it the whole car i don't like kids that is just perfect you're not recording are you you know you have to delete that right <laughs> Yeah, right. We'll get at that out, right? Hey, May, what are you wearing? Something skimpy, I hope. <laughs> Even when I saw it, I was like, oh, whoa. Whoa. No, we were past that, Tony. Speaking of Aunt May, whoa. We, I guess we should get to Aunt May. What do you guys think about this Aunt May compared to other Aunt Mays? Marissa Is Tomei. it comparable? No. Nope. Or should we do it like... <laughs> it is not comparable. Should we compare them what, as uh, we do the Spider-Man? How uh, comparable? How bad? Nine, ten. No. <laughs> ben just said no. I need, I I need more elaboration. <laughs> I'm just saying this is a very who played different the first Aunt May of Mary no. Aunt May. <laughs> it was Aunt May, Man, dude. You might have been on 
I think it is Mary. Mary, yeah, it's Mary, Mary something. Uh, Mary Rose. Rosemary Harris. Rosemary, Rosemary Harris. Harris. Yeah. There it is. Rosemary Harris. Yeah. yeah, she's like a ten or eleven out of and then. Yeah, yeah. As far as Anne May portrayals go, okay, ten out of looks, ten. This as is the only go, that, that yeah. was the only May that we got. Uh, we got a nice prayer because we know yes, she's Christian. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And to that. Then, dude, finish then, it. Deliver. Deliver. <laughs> 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 no, those are that's a good one. And then you have um, what's her name in uh, Forrest Gump, the mom in Forrest Gump, Whoa. as uh, Amazing Spider-Man Aunt May. Hubba hubba. And now you have Marissa Tomei. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Even at the time, I was not very Sally Field. Not a very big fan of Aunt May. I I've definitely come around to her yeah. as Aunt May. Oh. <laughs> you, you what? <laughs> well, come on. No, be a- <laughs> get serious here for a second. <laughs> try to have a try to have a conversation here. <laughs> That's how it was, though. That's it was? totally how it was when uh, the movie came out. Stop it, <laughs> goobers, goobers. Yeah, keep keep going about it. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's how it was. This is what it happens when you cast Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. You can't. You start to can't have a conversation about Aunt May. <laughs> she almost drops the first F bomb again in the MCU. Who That's crazy. Who, is it the who, first? Who, the first who almost dropped the first? Was one? this the first almost, or was this? Well, we, a, we no, got no, Iron Man Guardians. Two. Iron Man Two. Was there one in Iron Man Two? Was there no. one? What did no. you say? What did you just say? You Guardians, said Guardians? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, when? When uh, the Infinity Stone blasts off after Karina gets the time, the Power Stone, and then Cool gets up. He's like, what the f-? And then it fizzles out in the oh, background. Okay. There's that one. In uh, yeah, yeah, I Iron that. Man 2 court scene, when uh, President is yelling at Tony, they bleep it. Oh, it's on, that's true. It's on the news. Yep. yep. And they finally commit. Oh, Guardians we got Logan. 3. You know what else is news? <laughs> uh, news to Peter that his quote-unquote girlfriend's father Ooh. is the Birdman himself. Good reference. <laughs> That's Come a good on. reveal. I like that a lot. Michael Keaton's vulture's got to be. What was a better reveal? Come on. Because this, this was a comparison, yep. uh, very much a callback to Green Goblin, how we knew that Green Goblin was... was Norman Osborn the whole time. Right. But Peter didn't know for the whole movie until a good 45 minutes were left. Right. In this movie, same thing. It's a full flip, though, on who Peter knows. Didn't know. Yeah. 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 Cause now, now that Peter was knows. So yeah. nerve intensive. Mm-hmm. Nerve intensive. Pulls the gun like out that. of the out of the glove compartment, puts it up and says. What is he saying? I don't know. <laughs> I'll kill you, Pete. I'll kill you. I'll, I'll kill, kill you. you good. I'll, I'll kill, kill you dead. Insert the clip right there. I'll kill you dead. I'll kill you Dude. dead, Pete. <laughs> Dude, you don't dead. touch my daughter. No, he said. He said you go in there. Show you go in there. You show a good time. You grab her by the hips and you. <laughs> he says, "Does she know? <clears throat> know what? So she doesn't know. Play close to the chest. I respect that." He's so cool and suave oh, about man. it. The whole scene, he's sitting there, the light turns red. Or no, the light turns green, vulture colors. And he's like, yeah. good old Spider-Man. 
<laughs> are you i watched I this with my this... mom for the first time yeah, yeah. she was dying mm. she was dying at that scene especially no he opens up the door and she goes oh <gasps> me and my sister are sitting there we're <laughs> waiting for it to happen that's we're cool. like oh my i remember there was yeah. an audible gasp yep. in the theater this was a this was one of the first big wow moments Ooh. in the yeah. mcu yeah have we had something like this in the mcu before where no. like Either a cool action shot or a big reveal. Bro, the, nothing like this. The epic Mandarin twist in Iron Man 3. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. Trevor Slatter. What about the next big one? Ned using the web slingers mm. in the school bus parking lot. Pulling more punches than Peter in this one. Dang. Holy cow. Taking Blowing out Shocker. Pulling right into the next scene. What are you doing? There's a dance in here. Oh, I'm watching porn. That got a big laugh in my audience. Oh, yeah. funny. That was good stuff. What is worse than helping out Spider-Man? Uh, not much, apparently. He's willing that, to go that far. That'll get the teachers out of the room for sure. But that's the to thing. Say, All man. right, you get out of here. This is a, we <laughs> turn it off. You take going to your prom date's house, meeting uh, her father, homecoming, for the first time. To a whole new level. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. whole new level. Are you kidding me? You you're think you're just normally be scared. intimidated. Oh, yeah. And that's I, how he plays it off. Then he's got a knife. I got to give and him the dad talk. You do. You feel so bad for uh, Liz in that scene Ooh. because, yeah, Peter Peter did that really like her. Intimidate you. And then oh. she just gets ditched at homecoming. And you're kind of like, oh, that, that really does suck. <laughs> but... With great power comes great responsibility. And they still get the, the core of that where yep. Peter has to sacrifice who he is to support who Spider-Man is and what Spider-Man needs to do. Like, he bails on the team in DC, and he bails on Liz at the end. Like, he he has to—that's just part of Spider-Man, and I'm, I like that they caught that in this. You could say he bails on the Avengers mm. in the end yeah. mm. to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man no, to have should, the responsibility. That was a test, right? Made a really mature choice. Yeah. Surprised yeah. the heck out of us. <laughs> Holy cow. I will say, though, and then, that Iron Spider suit, I don't know, sitting there, if it was me, man, and Tony's giving me the, the new suit, I don't know if I'd be able to pass that that's up. That's why you're not Spider-Man, Ben. The kid that's made a mature choice. Don't tear him down for that. Yes, yeah. that's, that's true. Come on. For, seeing Pepper again at the end? Yeah. That was Proposing cool. Proposing to oh, come wow. on. Wow, pretty good. Are you kidding? I've been hanging on to this since 2008. <laughs> That's the only time reference that they get right in this movie. Yep. 2017, five years ago, 2012, Avengers, and yet eight years have passed. Has anyone? Have you guys heard an explanation for this? You're talking about the studio that gave us Morbius. That Ooh, is speaking, the explanation. Okay. Speaking of Morbius, this isn't our only movie that we have Vulture in. Mm. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> it's got something to and do with Spider-Man. This might be the only time we can talk about it for a while. <laughs> got to talk about him. We do one have, of the, one yeah. of the great MCU villains that they keep alive. They rip out, take him to the Sony verse. Where he gets to fight with Jared Leto, <laughs> Morbius, and but you know what they no say? No one else that he's making a team with. It's Mormon time. That's never gonna happen. There's no way that Michael Keaton will show up for that. He showed up for the Flash, you know. Yeah, but he'll that's... take a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. I guess rip the check, he'll take it. That's gonna be whatever. As Morbius long as budget. the Sinister Six with 
Michael Keaton, Vulture, and Jared Leto Morbius show up in Secret Wars, I'm a happy man. Ooh. Holy God. Or if they show up in Deadpool 3 and in Deadpool Loki kills season them. Two. Yeah. Loki this season weekend. Two. They did do they Holy did cow. do a mock-up. I saw a fake poster of that was uh, a real one. <laughs> it was real. It was real. It was real. <laughs> I saw Ben Affleck up there. TBA vest on there. He's oh. a criminal. Come on. Dude, Ben Affleck Daredevil into Loki. There's, There's no way. Go I ahead. want Fantastic Four, Chris Evans. I want <laughs> Ben Affleck Daredevil. I don't think it's going to be a cameo fest. I think Loki, that's Loki. I want Taylor Swift. As Dazzler. As Dazzler. As Dazzler. That's <laughs> the most recent. Yeah. No, no, no. Loki, Loki's too well written and structured to yep. turn into that. And I gl- I'm glad for it. I don't want I it to want be. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Oh. I'll take that. Fine. I just want him on a speedboat. All right? That's all I want. Jet ski. But, but Can't we, flub that. Going back to how they how sony fumbled him but back to this movie there's a really intriguing setup here at the end of homecoming uh, the end credit scene shows him showing up to mad gargan who we, we know and longtime comic fans know who is the uh the not the, the not scorpion. the lizard the scorpion thank you wrong played by uh, michael Logan. mando who yeah famously plays mando? nacho in better call saul great character in that show what happened to that man what happened to that subplot? I, I didn't know that he was going to be Scorpion. This is news to me. Uh, the the, Dude, the that, big tattoo on his neck wasn't subtle on. enough for him, I guess. I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, dang, man. That, that post credit scene, that was one of the things Far From Home trailer comes out, and Mysterio is the villain, and I'm like, well, wait, what, what, happened to, what happened to this kind of sinister sex I won't setup, complain. You know? Jake Gyllenhaal, I'll take him any no, day. No, yeah, that... That's one of yeah. the the few post credit scenes that will ne- will will never get resolved to that because they they can't. They, no one Mysterio no one knows in, who Peter Parker is anymore. If Mysterio is in Loki, that would be pretty cool. That would have cool. a little reunion. I'd like that guy though to come back as Scorpion, yeah. as maybe He's one great. of Spider Man. Yeah, top tier Hector. Yeah, I would like to see that Scorpion. We I don't think have seen. As of yet, in live action Spider Man as a villain, no. so I'm kind of in uh, Spider Verse, and I mean he's a big part of the PS4 Spider Man. His little stinger in uh, No Way Home at the end, oh, when all the, all the guys are coming in. Good pull, good point. Yeah. That's true, but I I really do think as far as villains go on this Marvel movie marathon, tying it back, this is definitely one of the best. Mm-hmm. I think one of the most personal you can get. Great motives. Mm-hmm wants to do it for his family he's the blue collar i think all of us can relate to that it's just you seen money he's yeah. got good morals oh no way in spider-man ps4 in the j jonah jameson podcast he admits that he bankrolled matt gargan's transformation mm. into scorpion what <laughs> yeah he that's crazy that? dude that so that he could serve as an anti-spider-man <laughs> that j jonah jameson is the only one besides uh that's one of the craziest j jonah jameson lores What's his name? Who's the guy who plays him? Uh-huh. J. Jonah Jameson. What's his name? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Oh, Simmons. J. Oh, my gosh. In the, in the, no, the one from PS4 Spider-Man is a completely acceptable variant. Everyone else is trash. Everyone else is a deviant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I really like the one from PS4 Spider-Man. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Micah, you had said you wanted to mention MJ. Zendaya herself. Yeah, we got to talk about relationships. Guys, I don't like MJ in this movie. I think that she's not a good 
uh, I just don't think she's a good character. Mm. She's written very. It, it just reminds me of that indie movie. You know which one I'm talking about. Like it's not just one indie movie, but it's the genre. That that girl who's just different, edgy. She doesn't she doesn't get along with everyone else. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, I don't need friends. I don't have friends. I'm just cool by myself. Yeah. And you see that progression through her character in the second yeah, one and the third I, one. She but is not she the is, same character because her her no way home. Her name isn't even revealed till the very last minute, so you're not supposed to view her as this is Peter's MJ. It's I just remember le- feeling a bit ripped off at yeah. the end of this. The first time I watched this, I was like, "What? That's MJ? Not in like she doesn't look like MJ to me, or not in like I I I, I was flabbergasted because she didn't act like an MJ at all." But Micah, m- million dollar question. Yeah, Chris and Dots, we uh. We famously don't like that portrayal too much. We don't much. like her character, but that's that's she's more of an MJ to me than <laughs> than Zendaya is. is Listen, that, guys. Yeah. Zendaya's got two minutes and fifty seconds of screen time in Spider Man Homecoming. And she takes the stage. She, she I like Zendaya, but she's not a character yet. She is there. But Liz is the Liz yeah. is the love interest. And I like that. Is the love I like, interest. Like, yeah. This goes along with this being the fun Spider-Man yep. movie because even the love interest doesn't pay out. And Very I true. I think that's really cool because it's like not everything has to be like we had to follow the drama of these characters throughout the whole trilogy and build. No, like she's just there and it's fun. Yep. Yeah. And I really like where they take Zendaya's character I do of too. MJ. She doesn't have to be Mary Jane Watson. She can be Michelle Jones if if she wants. I do like Zendaya as an actress. I've like I don't get oh, yeah. the hype around Zendaya that everyone throws it, but I think she she is a good actress and I think she really comes into her own in her own in her Far home. From Home. Far From Home I think is peak Peter and MJ. Mm. No Way Home kind of gets really big. And I think they have a really good relationship in that too. But Far From Home is when, like, they have a really good relationship built in that one. And mm-hmm. I will say this: my mom was also flabbergasted when she said that. Oh, yeah. I looked at her, and she looked at me, and she went, "What? What? That's M- I love it's your, MJ. I love your mom was watching through this. So what? 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 It was so cool. Our our schedules lined up. She's on homecoming. I was on homecoming. Let's High go. schools are currently on homecoming. Oh, yeah, that's Couldn't true. Have been better well. than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're getting this out at a great time. We <laughs> had so much traction. Well, oh, we got my God. Last week would have been, but. That's true. Yeah, homecoming goes for like a month, though. And next week is HBR's homecoming. So yeah, it'll, so it'll come out just after them. There you go. So it's very, it. easy money. It's very rare that in the Marvel movie marathon, we get an appearance of not one, but two actors from a show that I put you both on Severance. We have two severance actors in here, and I want to see if you... Did you guys spot them both? Hannibal Burris. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spider-Man! Yeah. You know that dude from YouTube? Yeah. We have oh, my Z- gosh. We have Zach Cherry. Did not make yeah. that connection. Holy cow. And then cow. the one that I didn't realize until I was watching the special features, and I got to see him sit down and interview, the, uh, the tinkerer is Rickon. Rickon is the guy who writes the book in severance that leads the innies Holy to... Cow. 
have Dude, the little revolution. No yeah, way. That's that's dope. A, like it genuinely adds to it just because of how much I love Severance. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's epic. There's a lot of like little Easter egg and actor. I dude, I really like uh, that big sub chop. Best sandwiches in Queens. Delmar's, Mr. Delmar. Yeah, I really like that. The small town <laughs> feel of that. <clears throat> yeah, too much bread. I do. Have, so I have. I've been very positive. Yeah, we didn't want to talk about the Miles Morales stuff. Well, yeah, we'll get to That's that. So sick. <laughs> I do have a a complaint though, yeah. and it's with the pacing of of the movie. Once you get, once he gets the suit and he's largely on his own in Washington, getting back there, the middle meanders. I agree. A def, definitely it, upon rewatch. It was a bit slow. It yeah. does. Because first time watching it, I think rewatches, that's where it gets rough with Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't think it's as well thought of. It's a great origin story or reintroduction to this character. But watching it again over and over, I've seen this movie three times in the past couple of years, and it meanders in the middle mm-hmm. of it, man. It does, yeah. Especially in the warehouse. I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, all right. How much longer do we have left? On the first time. It's yeah. very left, much yeah. a you're riding the hype of Spider Man. This is the first Spider Man movie in five years. Like, this is, right? This is, oh man, yeah, Spider Man's doing Spider Man things, and he's being. It's Spider-Man. He's on screen. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of three what? Three years. Since, since Civil Spider-Man. Wars or Amazing Spider-Man 2? Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. Well, Spider-Man-centric well, movie. Well, it's Sorry, been three I was years. getting that Sorry, right in my three head. Three years. Yeah. Um, and it has been three years. And uh, <laughs> I just I just think it's riding on the hype. Yeah. It's yeah. not... It, it's, it's taking the crutch mm-hmm. and it's running with it. It's doing things that we want to yeah. see. But on rewatch, it's like, okay, yeah, the novelty's worn off. Yeah. That's that's a pretty large negative for me. Yeah. It, it hurts it. That along with some of... It's just not going to be as one of my favorites. The small scale of it, even though mm-hmm. I appreciate the small scale of it, also lends to where I put this in my ranking. Mm-hmm. You have your big, huge... Avengers level movies and even those have their downfall but it is nice when the stakes are super high mm-hmm. you know there it is just I lend myself towards those kind of viewing experiences mm-hmm. and while this one is good it's it is small scale part of that does take it away from mm-hmm. me or it maybe it just doesn't go far enough to get me so invested in Peter's struggle. It doesn't go in this f- one. far enough from home. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. ki- that's so kind that's of what you want out of the sequel. You want to just go further from home. Yeah, kind of. Okay, all the way into Europe. All right. Are there any other things you guys want to say before we get into favorite character? Yeah, no, no swinging scene. I know we talk about that a lot, mm-hmm. but he doesn't get that iconic like swing scene that we really like Spider Man for, and kind of like what the Raimi. Came, became famous for the end on the Tobey Maguire swinging and you never get that downtown New York feel yeah you get the suburbs feel but you don't get that downtown feel that I like the J. Jonah Jameson I you know they do bring him in which is great you do feel that missing from this movie that aspect the menace side of Spider-Man uh but no I mean I I like the bit in the golf course where his web just uh, yeah. shoots out into nothing it's a good bit 
the yep. Ferris Bueller yep. reference too. Yeah, Ferris That's Bueller. Cool. Very a lot of uh, Ferris Bueller references. Name drop of the Prowler mm-hmm. before End of the Spider Verse. This was this movie's hipster. It's ahead of its time, man. I got a nephew who live here. Who's that? I don't care. Now you or do. do I? When are we gonna see Miles? When are we gonna see in Miles? The MCU? I mean, we saw the Prowler live action in Across the Spider Verse, which was insane to me. I remember uh, when I watched Across the Spider Verse, I was like, "No way!" The dude from Community, <laughs> <laughs> Donald Glover. Yeah, I forgot he was in this movie. So I forgot he was already an established Spider-Man character. That was spoiled for me. I'm sitting, not spoiled for me, but like. One of the guys said, it has, this movie has one of the most insane cameos. I just can't believe it. It's so layered. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this cameo? And then he revealed it a couple days later after I'd seen the movie. Donald Glover as proud. I was like, oh. So I kind of got disappointed by it almost. Like, it's not the most when, insane thing. You know, when you like, know the history of Donald Glover and how he had for kind, sure. of, kind of had a hand in the creation of Miles Morales. Yeah. That's all cool. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. What? It's just not mind-boggling. I mean, he's thrown in because of his love and care for the character of it's Spider-Man. Like Nick Cage Superman moment. Here. That is how much that cameo is layered. Man, we got some insane cameos in 2023. Huh, looking back on it. Mm. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Why am I... Debating on what my favorite movie was. It's the Flash. Anyway, uh, the Flash. yeah, of course, Indiana it's Jones. It's based on the cameos. <laughs> Dollar Destiny, baby. Anyway, gentlemen, favorite character. Mm. Favorite character in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mike, I'm going to shoot this Bodega to you cat. first. Bodega, Bodega cat. Murph. <laughs> Murph. Dude. Save the cat. He did it. Don't leave me, Murph. Come on. Don't leave me, Murph. This Take is great. Stay. stay in school, kid. Stay in school. Are you uh, taking Mr. Like Delmar? Me. No, um, I'm going to take... Aunt May. I'm going to take Aunt May. <laughs> I'm going to take Captain America. Take yes, okay. Captain oh. America, Hannibal Burris combo. That made me laugh so Dude, much. He's standing on the wrong side of the TV. Yeah. My good friend, your gym teacher. <laughs> hey, boy. <laughs> Dude, that is pretty good. Like hey, where are you going? No, um, I don't care. <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure this man's a war criminal now, but whatever. I gotta show. I gotta anyway. show these videos. He's <laughs> good. Yeah. If you actually I like to draw people that, in distress, like that's a good. Pick. We gotta highlight uh, Martin Starr's return, as we saw him as yeah. as Pizza Guy in The Incredible Hulk. Yes. You no, know, th- this is in canon's same character. Also, Confirmed. the right the principal of the school is. Same actor, descendant of one of the Howling Commandos mm, from Captain America. Yes. Ethan, favorite character? Ned Flash. Oh. Uh, oh, Flash, yeah. No, Dude. Ned. I like Ned. Ned is so funny. Just He's so like... You just like, want to be Ned, don't I you? I want to be Ned. He's got a... Yeah, sure, it's destroyed, but at least he has a Death Star. Dude. Yes, that Death Star is... My new Lego Death Star. Yeah, oh. great intro. Me. Great introduction to the character and... And Star uh, Wars. He's just, he's just so funny. I love I love the dynamic he brings to Peter and he's like talking to him on the street after learning about the powers. Like, can you do this? Do, can you shoot webs <laughs> on your butt? Can, can you do this? It's like I no, Ned, no. And the hat bit is so good. And I mean, I forget the quote, but she's like, Some people wear a hat, Ned, but but that hat wears you, or something like that. You I, wear that hat. Yeah, you wear yeah. that hat. I flipped it. But 
Yeah, he's so funny. I like him. I like what he gives to the Spider-Man world, this universe. He's so he's so fresh and new to the world of Spider-Man. Yeah. Dude, she even drives a hot car. <laughs> All Micah, right. do you have to take Aunt May? Micah, Is Aunt May your favorite character? I can't. I can't. <laughs> can't even change the subject <laughs> without coming back to Aunt May. Dang. <laughs> Just go, bad. Go. Jeez. Holy catfish. All right. My favorite character is Tony Stark. No, it's not Tony Stark. Yes, Tony. He, Tony no, he's he's a good one, but I'm going with MJ. Peter. I'm going with Peter Parker. I think Tom okay. Holland really. No, okay, you go with the main character, but I think he really does a great job, and I think he gets a lot of hate. Oh, a lot of people Logan. criticize his performance as being whiny, very kiddish, but that's who he is. This is the start of Spider-Man's character, and a lot of people say there's he kind of goes backwards from the maturity that we see in civil war. Definitely disagree with that too. Yeah, what? I think <laughs> the journey that he goes on in civil war and then going straight into homecoming as mentored by Tony mentored by happy mentored by aunt may he's got his friends. It's textbook Spider-Man, even though there's a lot of differences supposedly from many people, but I think he goes through an excellent journey and this time it's about the suit, the help from others. Sometimes you're not going to be able to get all this help from others. Sometimes you're going to have to do it yourself. That's the core responsibility. That's the core lesson that Peter mm -hmm. learns in this movie. And I love the scene. It's not going to be my favorite one, but I love the scene where he picks it up. And he first his first instinct is to shout for help. Help! Somebody help! I'm hurt! I'm help! Help! And then it's, not. I got to do this on my own. Come on, Spider-Man. And then you get the it's lifted straight from the comics. You lift it up. Love that image in the water. And that's when that it comes full circle. That's a great moment in the series. Actually, you know what? Is I that, am taking that, that as your my favorite, favorite scene. scene. Yeah, I am taking that right as my favorite it. scene. That's a great, fantastic scene right there of the whole lesson in the movie, the whole theme coming full circle, crescendoing in that moment. You see that the mask, partially his face, partially Spider-Man mask. It's a great scene. Peter Parker, favorite character? That's my favorite scene. Mm. Micah, your favorite scene? My favorite scene is the car ride. Mm. Good scene. Yeah. Someone had I love it. the conversation up to the green light. Oh, good old Spider-Man. Spider That's good. We already talked about it, yeah. so I won't talk about it much more, and we got to keep moving. But He's scarier as He's... Adrian Toomes than he is as Vulture. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> What villain does that? Man, not many. Love it. Yep. Uh, my favorite scene, I like, I know it's a scene that gets talked about and criticized the most, but I like the, if you're nothing without the suit, you shouldn't have it. I think good. it's a really good mm -hmm. character moment for both Peter and Tony and for MCU, uh, I guess, whatever, fanboys, fake fans. They criticize this moment because who is Tony Stark? He's a man with an iron suit. But if you've been watching him, you've been watching his character, you know he's more than just that suit. Come on now. So, yeah, I really like that moment and just what it does for Tony's future going into Endgame and his future and then what it does with Peter and how he builds off that. Yep. Great scene. Gentlemen, it's time for scores. I've got something I want to say about uh, about monies here, fellas. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Get Spider -Man the numbers. 3. Made eight hundred ninety-four million dollars. This made eight hundred seventy-eight. Mm, so this is second place uh, in the watch through so far. This is second place for uh, Spider-Man movies. 
in the box office. Mm. 800, what was it? $878 million. On a budget of? On a budget of 175. 175. So the profit ratio uh, is five times the the budget, and Spider-Man 3 made three and a half times the budget. So technically, this was more of a success than Spider-Man 3. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Made a lot of money. So yeah, I just wanted to note that out. It's not our most profitable Spider-Man movie, as we'll come to see. But so far, it is the second most. Nice. What does the internet think of this before we get to our infamous list? Infamous list. So Spider-Man Homecoming uh, is generally well-received with a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes Critic, an 87 on Rotten Tomatoes Audience, a 73 on Metacritic, a 7.5 out of 10 on Metacritic User, a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, and a 3.6 on Letterboxd. That's a lot of sevens. That is a lot of sevens, yeah. Averaging out to a 78%, uh, a 7.8 out of 10. Mm. Too much water. Too much water? Too much water. That's an old IGN reference. Mm. They rated uh, the Pokemon uh, games 7.8 out of 10 for too much water. They gave they give a lot of sevens. Yeah. yeah. So this gives it, uh, in the internet ranking, 20th place. 20th. 20th place. Out of 74? Yeah, just above Doctor Strange, wow. just under Black Panther. Uh, out of, oh, I that. think I have 93 movies now on the list. 93? 93, yep. Holy I just keep goodness. adding them. Okay. Uh, but the list that matters a little bit more than that oh, yeah. is, uh, is this better or worse than Love and Thunder? The Hollywood Reporter ranking. What? <laughs> you know what? I think that the Hollywood Reporter really hates this movie. Yeah. So I'm going to say that they, they, not me. The infamous list. They put it worse than Love and Thunder. I'm going to have to go agree with Ethan. Okay. Okay. It is one less than Love and Thunder at 33rd place. Mm. Two uh. places above Endgame, I'll have you know. Uh, <laughs> so, this movie's, and and yeah. four places above First Class. Mm. Wow. Peak Class. Peak Class. Peak class. Wow. And, uh, and well, I think that Screen Crush put it better when they put it in ninth place. Uh, I think that's a uh. little closer, but I think that's still kind of high. It's a bit Nine. too generous A little bit there. too high. Yeah. But those don't matter. Yep. As None we of that will matters. see, yeah. uh, the real score is about to happen. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to go with Micah first on this one. Micah, you've been first for most of this stuff, so I'm going to continue it. I'm going to continue the trend. I've been looking at my scores here. I've been looking at where do I think this is compared to the other Spider-Man movies. Is it better than the Holy Trinity? In ways, I don't think so. Uh, I, I, I believe that okay. this... While it has its own energy, its own feel, I don't think that it develops the characters as all of the characters that we've come to know and love out of the Spider-Man trilogy as much as it should have. But it needed to play it safe. It needed to keep its cards close to its chest. Mm. It needed to keep its viewers waiting for the future that would be Tom Holland, Spider-Man. And... What's crazy is that we won't see him until Infinity War. Which that's coming up close. In retrospect, is not that far away. It's not that far from home. Uh, So I'm looking at my scores here. I'm looking at my scores. I gave 
Amazing Spider-Man 2 was 7.9. I gave Spider-Man an 8.2, and I gave Spider-Man 3 an 8.5. I think while this was a really good movie, it didn't hit everything that I wanted it to hit. There are a few really good character beats. Vulture is insane. Uh, amazing comedy, right? It, it took everything in a good direction. But the, like, you know, like you said, Ben, there are a lot of wasted moments in this movie as well. And so for that, I'm going to have to give it a 7.8 mm. mm. out of 10. There was too much water. Mm. One less than Amazing Spider-Man 2, do I hear? That's right. Wow. But far and above over The Amazing Spider-Man, which I gave yes. a 6.2. Yes. So okay, 7.8. I think that was the exact internet score, was it not? It was. I think that they were very right on this. Yeah. This is uh this is a definitely a it's Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, it, it really is Spider-Man. Yeah. And and they don't Yeah. I mean, I've said what needs to be said. Um it does Spider-Man things. It but it doesn't do all the Spider-Man things, so it's not quite in the eight range. Mm-hmm. It's not would I rewatch this? Sure, it's fun, but is it? Would I would I say, all right? You want Spider Man? Go to Spider Man Homecoming. No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, that's a good. I like I like that point. That's good, Ethan. Yeah, I roll off right what Micah said. If you want Spider Man, maybe this isn't your go to. I think that Spider Man One stronger. Micah, could you pull up my Spider Man One score, the first oh, you one? Betcha. And I think Spider Man Two is seven point five, definitely stronger. Eight point seven. So, not to say that I like, like I think there are elements to Spider Man One that are definitely like duds, and yeah, but it has so much character. It has so much character. I have to say this though, as a Spider Man movie, it's not as high as those, but as a movie, movie as an entertainment value movie, I think it edges past the first spider-man just a little for me because love and thunder when yeah just above love and thunder <laughs> no john watts set out to make a uh high school teenage movie and i think he did that really really well i think the spider-man elements are a bit lacking for me i i'm not i like the look of the suit but i you were talking about you like karen i'm not the biggest fan of what karen does brings to the suit i don't like all his uh interesting weapons like i'm i'm, I'm a, a big fan of the story of Tom Holland, where he goes, and I like that he ends in his hoodie suit, in the suit that he made. I like that a lot. And I do like the Tony Stark elements. Uh, the fairy scene is cool the first couple times you watch yeah. it. But, yeah, it gets it gets repetitive. This middle of this movie gets repetitive. Hmm. So I think I like the first Spider-Man. Just Today, I like it better than this one. But they're both, I'm giving both a 7.5. Interesting. Hmm. Pretty good. Micah, what was my Spider-Man 1 score? I like how we're comparing this all to Spider-Man 1, the OG, uh, an 8. Interesting. Ethan was a a 7.5, I was uh, an 8.2, and Ben, you were an 8. Interesting. That's an 8. And I'm also giving Spider-Man Homecoming an 8. I really like this movie. I think the biggest downfall, though, is its rewatchability. A lot of the my most recent rewatches have been because I've been watching Spider-Man movies, and as a specific Spider-Man film, watching it along with all the other ones, it really feels like an MCU Spider-Man movie. So watching it right after Amazing Spider-Man Two is like, oh man, I'm missing that 
Spider-Man mm-hmm. element to it. Mm-hmm. This is the MCU Spider-Man. And so it kind of loses points for me, but that's also with the way I was watching it. I have to look at this movie as Peter Parker's introduction to the MCU and his homecoming in high school. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what it set out to do. There's a great performance by Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. There is a lot to love about this movie. But in the end of the day, when I'm doing my Marvel marathon, my MCU marathon, I'm like, when I get to this movie, I'm like, all right, yeah, let's watch Spider-Man. I was very fortunate to watch this with my mom, who's never seen it before. So in that way, I was able to re-watch it kind of with myself. She was watching for the first time, so I was greatly anticipating all the moments. It's a good first watch but the rewatchability hurts it. That mixed with the Spider-Man elements that are lacking, which you guys thought, it kind of loses points with me. And it gets an 8. All right, well, Ben, with your score of an 8, with my score of a 7.8, and Ethan, with your score of a 7.5, that gives us a 7.767 out of 10, putting it just below Spider-Man and just Mm. above... Tasm 2. So that puts wow. it right at 16th place, kicking Blade 2 out of the top 20. Oh, goodbye, and Blade. Kicking goodbye, two? Blade 2. Yeah. Kicking Fan 4 Stick. Oh, no, sorry. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance out of the top 45. Mm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Further down. Sorry, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Mm. Mm. Throw the Dark World is no longer in the top 30s. And Angley's Hulk, which we did talk about today, is no, no longer in the top 40. Oh. Goodbye, Angley. Oof. See you Bye. later. We did not uh, Rest in enjoy peace. your company very much. <laughs> but yeah. So this is 16? 16. 16. It is place. our, uh, out of our Spider Man movies, it is, what is that, third place? There's two, there's one, there's, yeah. Third place. Third? Third, yep. Because mm. then there's Tasm 2, Spider Man 3, and then uh, The Amazing Spider Man way down there. Way down there. 33rd place. All right. 16th place. This one is definitely positive. uh, Definitely positive side. But yeah, I would say it's more middle of the road. Even now, saying an eight seems a little generous. Yeah. But I'm a week removed from my watch. Mm -hmm. I was definitely hotter on this back in the day. And I think a lot of the conversation here is kind of brought down what is a very fun movie. What Mm -hmm. is a very... I, I will say this very expertly made expertly shot mm. yeah i'm missing that you know swing through the city but i think everything that it does it does very well it's just we're mm. missing that and it but we do get that eventually it's just with patience but that's why this movie is not the best of the best spider-man mm. movies so i like it i like it 16th place but what is next week what well, do we got coming up well, you see, uh, life um, life finds a way, and <laughs> finds a way to Thor Ragnarok. Oh man! Twenty cool. seventeen's final movie, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. So we are the final good Thor film ever. Ever. <laughs> that is not an opinion. That is a fact. It's a factual statement as of right now. The in last good Taika Waititi film. Oh, really? wait, never mind. No. Uh, Jojo Rabbit came out. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Come on. Taika, Taika gets a bad rap for Love and Thunder, but I still think... think it, not undeserved, though. Right. Right. Not undeserved, but I don't think you can throw 
you should not throw his whole directing career down the toilet no, because no. of one He's bad got a movie. lot of good stuff. He does. He does. And we'll talk about it next week. Or Ragnarok or next week. I uh, dude, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. So we so just so I remember correctly, we have Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. then we have Black Panther, mm-hmm. and then we have Infinity War. That's right. We're in the home stretch of Infinity We're War. We're in three we you know how epic that is? That is you know epic. what that means? That means I can start watching the Infinity War trailer because after Thor Ragnarok, that's when the trailer premiered. So then I can start getting myself hyped for it again. Just like I did in 2017, 2018. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> We're entering the home stretch. The end game is within sight, folks. Join us next week for Thor Ragnarok. As of right now, this is Ben Rayside. Good old Spider-Man. And good old Micah. <laughs> Signing off. We all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. I love us staring at the camera knowing dang well it's off. <laughs> hey, camera. What's up? Oh, shoot. Hey, man. Audio podcasts. Audio podcasts.